Hello everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Musings of a Man United Fan Podcast. My name is Paul. On today's podcast, I'll be talking about some of the news and happenings around Manchester United, the Governor of Players, in the World Cup qualifiers, and even in England, and Old Trafford. Um, I'll be talking about Ronaldo, I'll be talking about um, Anthony Martial, Bruno Fernandes, the exploit of some of our players throughout the week. It's an international break. It's been a week since the last Premier League game last weekend. And we still have another week to endure before the Premier League returns. So it's the international break and World Cup qualifiers and Philly games are going on all over the world. And there are some interesting um, stories I would like to share my thoughts on. So without any further ado, let's get right into it. Welcome back to the show. So I'll start my podcast today with um, everything Cristiano Ronaldo is the man of the moment. And in their World Cup qualifier game between Portugal and Republic of Ireland, I believe, um, Cristiano Ronaldo scored two goals in a historic moment. Two late goals, as a matter of fact. I'm sure you guys know about this already. He scored two late goals. In the 89th minute and in stoppage time, I believe 96 minutes, he scored two great headers to give Portugal a late win over the Republic of Ireland. After trailing um, for most of the game, uh, Portugal, well, Cristiano Ronaldo had the opportunity of actually putting Portugal ahead in the first half, but he missed his penalty after he had been riled up by one of the Republic of Ireland players who was hoped to get him sent off. But I think some common sense um, was displayed by the referee to just book Ronaldo. Uh, of course, it led to his suspension for the next international game. I think, I guess, Azerbaijan on Tuesday. Uh, Ronaldo will be missing that game because when he scored the winning goal for Portugal, he celebrated by pulling off his jersey to show his delight at actually breaking the record held by Ali Dai of Iran for so many years and also giving Portugal an important victory in their attempts to qualify for the next World Cup in Qatar in 2020, um, just over a year from now. So uh, it was a mixed day for Ronaldo, but Eventually, it all worked out well for him. He, Portugal got the victory. He broke the record twice. Well, likely twice. He broke the record and uh, extended it. You know, so all in all, a good day in the office for Cristiano Ronaldo. So I'm looking at the chart of his international goals scored. Uh, I'm not sure how accurate it is, but based on what I can see here, he has scored 27 times with his head and with his right foot he has scored 59 times and with his left foot 25 times. So he's the complete player if you ask me. He scores with the right foot, left foot and with his head and with at good rates too. He has scored 87 goals from open play, 
14 goals by penalties and 10 for free kicks. So, um, for those who will call him Penaldo and all that, only 24 of his goals are from open, I mean, from set plays, either penalties or free kicks. 10 free kicks, 14 penalties, and from open play, he has scored a whopping 87 goals. So, this is no mean feat by any stretch of the imagination, ladies and gentlemen. So, um, good one for Cristiano Ronaldo, a true legend of the game, arguably um, one of the greatest of all time. Um, that debate will probably live with us for the rest of our lives until someone else matches the feat Ronaldo and Messi have achieved. And these kind of players only come uh, once in a generation. Pele was outstanding in his time and no one has been close to him in terms of goal scoring rates like Messi and Ronaldo and many will agree that even Messi and Ronaldo compared to the standard of football in the 60s, 50s and 70s is not not compared to what we have now you know but that is a debate for another day so Cristiano Ronaldo as you all know, has been suspended for the another game against Azerbaijan. Portugal should have enough in the tank to overcome Azerbaijan. If they cannot defeat Azerbaijan, as whom I believe, or even away, then they have no business qualifying for the World Cup in the first place. So, um, still on Cristiano Ronaldo, he is now back in Manchester, and um, since he has been excused from international duty with Qatar, um, yesterday, um, Portugal took on Qatar in a friendly game and they dispatched Qatar 3-1 with Bruno Fernandes scoring the third goal via a penalty. I'll talk more on that later. Um, but um, Ronaldo was excused from the game. Uh, so he's now back at United and getting ready for, I believe, the Newcastle game this coming Saturday. Boy, we can't wait. We hope he'll be able to open his account on the day with goals. We need him to start scoring. Man United really need his his talent, his leadership, you know, to help us challenge for the title this season. If Ole is going to win the title, then I will have no doubt in my mind that Ronaldo will be influential or play a key role in ensuring that happens. Um, we've not addressed the midfield, but today is not needed to talk about that. We'll probably talk about that when we struggle to break things down in a, in any game that comes up. Okay, so Ronaldo is back in Manchester and preparing for uh, the Premier League game against Newcastle. And um, he has been assigned the jersey number seven, and Cavani has been reassigned jersey number 21. Now, I have a problem with this. Many may not have a problem with this. Many my United friends who are, you know, emotional, who are in love with Cristiano Ronaldo, who are, you know, romantic and all these fantasies who will not have a problem with that. But personally, I have a problem with that. Why strip Edison Cavani of that jersey number? I know numbers mean nothing, really, in the last scheme of things. I don't think players think about the numbers they are wearing when they're actually playing on the pitch of play and scoring goals and doing their jobs. But again, the little things play a significant role in terms of perception 
and togetherness and respect how a player sees himself how what the player perceives as disrespect or not feeling wanted you know i am concerned about such perceptions seem set well how do i put it now some of these subtle little little things may not seem big but they send a message which is very important you know of course we know that Eddie Cavani is not is not going to stay beyond the season but again we don't want his legacy to be tainted by silly um politics or pr you know i don't see a problem if CR7 wore jersey number 21 or jersey number 77 you know we could we could have given him jersey number 77 it's a creative one he didn't we don't i don't think it would have been an issue you know but they had to strip Cavani of the number seven shirt and give him number 21 shirt Cavani may be okay with it i hope i hope i've not really read much on that but i'm not very pleased that we make too many um too many sentimental at um sentimental decisions you know in things like this i don't think it is necessary i don't think it's important for us to even broach the topic you know we know serious is their brand and i know it probably was due to sentiment on the part of Cristiano ronaldo and also the pr marketing um angle that comes with um Cristiano ronaldo's jersey so i can understand why these decisions were made but again sometimes we need to be reasonable i'm not i don't i don't think there would have been a problem if Ronaldo wore jersey number 27 or any number for that matter on the picture of play but uh, CR7 jerseys were still sold in the club shops and in the market you know i wouldn't mind uh, from what i've heard We've already sold hundreds of thousands and millions already have been raked already in just a few days from the sales of the Cristiano Ronaldo shirt, you know. So I understand the PR spin, the marketing spin, the commercial angle from all this, but sometimes we really need to respect the rule of law. And uh, sometimes I wish the Premier League had the bottle to enforce some of its rules at as it is special discretion was given for such a uh, switch to occur in the first place so but i just felt i should say state this is not not really a big deal so i guess we can move on from this so i would like to talk about um the exploit of some of our players um in the world cup qualifiers and in the international scene um, Luke Shaw and Harry Maguire uh, featured for England in their World Cup qualifier against Hungary. Uh, the game, England won 4 0. Um, Ryan Sterling, Harry Kane, Harry Maguire, and Declan Rice got the goals for England in the second half. Maguire actually converted Luke Shaw's um, corner kick with a trademark header. So that's a good one for Luke Shaw, who he seems to be submitting. He's placed as the first choice left back for Gareth Southgate 
players like uh, Kieran Trippier, Ben Chihuahua have a lot to do to stay Luxor at the moment. Luxor is doing very well for England, for club and country. Long may this continue for Luxor. It's amazing how he has been this last two seasons. Actually, Luxor has been doing well from two seasons ago. Before last season, really, people really put their eyes on Luxor. You know, he really hit the spotlight. So, there have been consistent performances by Luxor for the past two years. That is yielding dividends, and he is set to continue in his good form. I hope he doesn't get any serious injury that will undermine his form and his performance at the moment. So, nice one for Luxor, and also a good one from Harry Maguire. England kept a clean sheet, and he scored a good goal from a corner kick. So, that's our captain there, Harry Maguire, doing the business for England again. I'm sure his goal tally for England is becoming quite impressive. I'm sure he must have at least about four or five goals for England uh, since his debut for the English national team. So, moving on, um, I understand that um, Edison Cavani was not allowed to travel for international duty due to the agreement by Premier League clubs not to allow players who are going to play in well I forgot the term they used okay red zones or something like that so um, Cavani was not allowed to travel to play for Uruguay so um, that's a sad one for Edison Cavani I hope he will get over it and I also hope that Uruguay will actually win the game to make him, like, make him feel better um, if Uruguay going to lose that game, which I believe is against Bolivia, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it might might feel much more pain. It might feel much more painful for Edison Cavani, saying that he would have suspected that if he had played, he might have actually made a difference for Uruguay. So uh, I hope Cavani gets over it, and I hope Uruguay also wins the game to improve Cavani's spirits. Also, um, Anthony Marshall was on discussion for France against Ukraine yesterday. Um, France took on Ukraine in the well. I don't know where exactly Ukraine they played the game. I would have, I would think it was in Kiev or in Donetsk or wherever. But France were trailing for from the first half. I think after Marshall missed that glorious chance to put uh, France ahead, Ukraine shortly after uh, went ahead from the opportunity they got. And Marshall redeemed himself in the second half by equalizing in the 55th minute and um, making it his um, first goal for in five years for France. And that's uh, an amazing, amazingly poor record from Anthony Marshall there. Of course, he has not been regularly called upon by the Dedition, but I think uh, Dedition is having an attacker crisis at the moment. And as a result, he is um, dependent on players like Anthony Marshall to bang in the goals. Benzema um, started from the bench. I heard Giroud has COVID and Mbappe is also injured. So I think it paved way for Anthony Marshall. I don't know if he truly grabbed his chance. Had it been the two goals where he scored those the two chances he got, uh, he probably would have, you know, be given more responsibility or had more 
favor with Didier uh, Deschamps. So France is struggling at the moment, and France has a record of always struggling at certain times after success. You know, then after a period of a short while in the wilderness, they bounce back again. France has lots of good players, no doubt about that, but they tend to struggle and, you know, after a period of success. So I remember after the exploit in France 98 and Euro 2000, where they dominated and won both the European Championships and the World Cup, um, they now started struggling. They struggled in the Euros and they struggled in Germany. Well, they struggled in Germany. They struggled in the Euros, uh, Euro 2004, Didoke in Euro 2006, you know. Then they struggled in, in the Euros again. Euro 2008, it was a poor showing. They were in the first round, I believe. Then you know, South Africa, the same thing. That was even far worse. Scandalous behavior in South Africa. Even losing to South Africa, the host. So, if what they started picking up again through the Deschamps, who has, you know, has been instrumental in their revival, but I think the Deschamps is losing his mojo. And I won't be surprised if France struggled to qualify for the World Cup. And even though France gets to the World Cup, I'm not. I won't be surprised if the Dedeshams actually leaves. If France get knocked out early, like they were knocked out in the Euros um, earlier this year, well, not earlier this year, sometime in the summer. So that is basically about France. I hope they win their next game. Um, so Bruno scored a penalty for Portugal in their. In Portugal, friendly with Qatar, um, Portugal actually won the game three-one. Bruno scored a penalty, um, I think, in the eighty-seven minute to give Portugal or to seal Portugal's victory over Qatar in a friendly. They'll be taking on Azerbaijan on Tuesday in their next World Cup qualifying game without Cristiano Ronaldo, of course. So I wish Bruno all the best. I'm sure you all guys will also wish Bruno the very best. Um, in their next game with Azerbaijan, he has been struggling uh, in Portugal. He does well at club level, but when he gets to the international level, he looks he looks out of sorts. That's the best way I would describe it. He wasn't at he wasn't at a good level at the Euros, you know. Um, and yeah, throughout the World Cup qualifiers, we've seen that he has been struggling to grab the game you know, grab a photo of the game and impose himself on the game. He gets substituted very, very often. And it's something that we, my United fans, are not used to uh, when Bruno plays. So, Bruno, uh, he really needs to step up his game at the international level because he seems to be struggling to be among those who have um, established themselves. Okay, I'll be talking about um, Jaden Sancho next. Um, he was the FA announced earlier yesterday that um, he will miss the rest of England's World Cup qualifiers against Andorra and against Poland, if I'm not mistaken. And 
uh, he sustained an injury, a slight injury in the uh, in in the game against Hungary before, during their warm up. I believe he sustained an injury against uh, before the game against Hungary, and it's a slight knock, but it's a, they don't want to take any further risks with him so that it doesn't the injury doesn't get aggravated. So he'll be sent back to Manchester United to continue his recovery. So we wish him the very best and a quick recovery from his um, minor injury. We need Jaden Sancho fit and firing against Newcastle. I hope he'll be fit, but if he's not fit, I think Mason will deputize just fine. So lastly, uh, Messi Greenwood has won the My United Player of the Month for his impressive showing so far since the league resumed. As we all know, he scored a goal against Leeds United. He also scored the equaliser for Man United against Southampton, and also was the score of a winning goal against um, Wolverhampton Wanderers. So good one from Mason Greenwood. Uh, hopefully, his form will continue, and we're going to do well for Manchester United. Generational, generational talent, fantastic feat both left and right feet. Um, he has this knack for scoring from tight angles, you know, so it makes him very special and we hope that he'll continue to maintain his form, keep himself healthy and do awesome for my United this season. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's my podcast for today. I want to thank you all for listening. I appreciate you all for taking our time to Listen to my podcast. I wish you all a great week ahead. Bye for now, and I'll see you on the next one.